are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. I am Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5. Glad to have you back. What are we talking about today? Are you looking at the Spurs game tonight versus the Blazers? Should be a win. We're going to be discussing that and more with our guest, and also trying to catch up on the NBA draft, and more you know, specifically the players with the Spurs more than likely going to make the play-in and not fall into that top 10 slot. Well, who should the Spurs be aiming for? To that, I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the guy you want to go to for all things college ball, because I'm pretty sure he must be in heaven right now. He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Jack, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. You must be in heaven. March Madness, oh, yeah. the Final Four is here, man. Absolutely in heaven, especially I'm a huge Duke fan. So to see Duke, North Carolina in the Final Four game, that's pretty pretty amazing. Super excited. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you happen to go to any of the games in San Antonio? Yeah, I went to the the round of 16 game. So I saw Villanova and Michigan and then Arizona and Houston. Man, oh, man. Well, um, first of all, thanks uh, again for hopping on uh, Locked on Spurs. Um, Always glad to have you here. And make sure to check out Jack on the Saturday morning hangover. He and James Pledger holding it down for the San Antonio Sports Star every Saturday morning. More on that later. Jack, let's go and dive into this. Um, First of all, you know, before we get into some names and prospects, I want to get your thoughts about the Spurs tank job, you know, all but done. You know, they're, they're obviously not tanking. They're gunning for the play-in. This is clear. Um, chances are high that they'll fall into the play-in. But what are your thoughts with the tanking kind of mode or idea out the window and this team likely not going to fall into the top 10? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a little, you know, kind of – I don't want to know, say worrisome, but it's in that spectrum because if we don't have a successful, you know, um, off season in terms mm. of bringing in free agents, we're picking in the same spot we have been for the last couple of years. And we could just, you know, be the same team again next year. Yeah. yeah. Just with another, another cup two or three young guys on our roster that if any, if we know anything about the Spurs, we're not going to see them until you get meaningful minute, minutes until right. post-All-Star break. So it's a little annoying and, you know, worrisome that we could just be stuck in this purgatory of mid-level teams again. So not, not too happy about it. Well, I mean, you know, just to play kind of a devil's advocate, Look what the team is doing right now with picks in that range, that 11, 12, 14 range. Not too bad. I mean, I think this team, for what many expected them to do, really surpassed expectations, Jack. No, I think well, you're, you definitely have picked very well there, but we need to add stars to our team. And the chances of finding an NBA star, the caliber of which – DeJounte has risen. Keldon looks like he's going to be there. It's It gets slimmer and slimmer the further you pick away from that, you know, top five, really. So yeah. it's just it's just um, kind of 
like I said, worrisome that we could be stuck in this purgatory in the NBA where you're sitting in that play-in spot every year because you're not adding the type of talent you need to catapult your team up into the rankings. Do you understand where team play-in is coming from, you know, that segment of fans? I mean, do you get it at least? Do you understand why, you know, some fans would want to push for the play-in? Yeah, I mean, as a fan, too, every time my team steps on the court, I'd love for them to win. It's just, you know, what it's – that's just being a fan, a loyal fan. But there comes a time where you have to look forward past that and to the – Oh, and we lost to Jack, but that's all right. He'll be right back. Um, You know, a lot of uh, people talk about team playing, you know, at least those that were on it you know, wanting um, this team to make a big push. And I get it, you know, the whole, you know, you don't want to be a loser, you know, that's a loser mentality. But, you know, both sides of the argument, you know, it's understandable. Team play-in versus team tank. Um, Trying to get Jack back on here, right here on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. But, yeah, and there he is. Hopefully he will uh, grace us. Hey, Jack, welcome back. I held it down for you, buddy. We're holding it down. We're waiting for you to come back. He's still having some technical issues, but no, um, it just makes sense why, you know, this team, the Spurs team uh, would want to push in. You know, these are a bunch of young players. They have something to prove and to see if Jack is back. I don't know if Jack Thompson is back or not. We'll see. Nope. He's still having Hi. trouble, but up oh, here he is. Jack, welcome back. I hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. Hear me? I sure can hear you. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but. Oh, that's weird, bizarre. Hey, but well, I'm glad you're back here. But you know, circling back, you know, we're talking about just the play-in. You know, is is it? I mean, is it totally bad? This team makes a play-in. I mean, is it, is it that bad? It's not totally bad, but it doesn't. I don't see it really helping us in the long run. Hmm. Sure, I you mean, get like some yeah. sort of experience, but that's not playoff seven game that's you know one game and you lose that one game you're out it's not the same thing it i guess it it builds their hunger in terms of like man we we were almost right there like let's get back to work but i still think adding a high value pick is much more valuable to the team than making the ninth or tenth seed into the play-in tournament all right with with, with the spurs likely making the play-in do you think they'll make some noise in the play-in tournament? Can you see them getting a couple wins and maybe advancing? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could see us beating the Pelicans. But now that they have Brandon Ingram back, they're a whole lot tougher. So mm-hmm. that could go right out the window. After that, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. But it's, yeah, I think the Minnesota chances be... are further against us yeah. than with us. Yeah, Minnesota would be a tough out if they draw them, you know, in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, we uh, saw what Carl Anthony Town did to us last time. <laughs> Gave us 60 yeah. points. Absolutely, yeah. We're talking with Jack Thompson right here on Lockdown Spurs. He's going to be uh, previewing tonight's game, Spurs Blazers, talking about play-in versus tank, and uh, he's going to give us some prospects um, after 10th pick, um, top 10, because, you know, let's face it, the Spurs are not going to fall there. Possible 
gems that the Spurs can find wherever they may land. Uh, Jack, let's going to talk about that now. You, you know, in probably not going to be a top 10 pick. That Boston pick kind of getting weaker by the by the win for Boston. You know, every time they win, you know, it gets weaker. weaker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at this point, it's I think it's like in the 20s now. So yeah, it's in the early twenties. Yeah, early twenties. They have this person have their own, which will be their highest pick, and then that Raptors pick as well. It looks like it may. I think it's probably going to convey right. I think it will right. So yeah, it'll um, probably stay around. Uh, it was it's say like around like what mid in the middle tier. It's like yeah, like fifteen yeah. to nineteen range. I would say yeah, it'll be. Yeah, well, let's dive into it. Okay, so you've been following the tournament. Have are there any names on your list that you want to see the Spurs select wherever they may land? And obviously, obviously we'll try to stick outside of the top ten because they're not going to land there. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Outside of the top ten, some guys that I think would be great for the Spurs. First would be uh, Jeremy Sohan. He's a small forward, power forward, kind of. A uh, pocket knife kind of guy out of Baylor. He's six nine, guards a bunch of positions. Immediately fills a role for us at that power forward spot, bumping Keldon down to the three where he belongs. Uh, Sohan, he can shoot the three. He can grab a rebound and push it full court. He's got good handles, good vision. He's just a pretty polished player for someone of his age. Someone else I'd like at that range. Uh, Center Mark Williams out of Duke, big seven one, seven foot center, got a seven foot eight wingspan, elite wow. lob catcher and rim protector. Uh, definitely someone who is going to be able to run and bang with the big NBA bigs around the league. So he's someone else that I would like for us to get at that range. Um, if we got lucky enough that Benedict Matherin falls out of the top 10 for his last showing against Houston, where he barely scored at all, um, if he was able to fall out of the top 10, I would immediately snag him. He's one of my favorite players in this in this draft. Um, man, there's not a whole lot else that really intrigues mm-hmm. me that much at that, you know, 11 to 14 range. Maybe Malachi Bronham, shooting guard from uh, Ohio State. He really blew up towards the end of the year, scoring a lot of 20-point games. But mostly I'd be looking at uh, hoping that um, Benedict Matherin falls. And then if not, we go for Sohan or Mark Williams. Or there's another power forward out of LSU. His name's Tari Easton, won six-man of the year out of the SEC. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman, 6'8", 220. Kind of does everything, too, like Sohan. So probably something along those lines. Uh, is is still finding the big man, uh, you know, priority number one for the Spurs if they want to address that in the um, in the draft, or should they chase that maybe in free agency? I would say that's probably priority number one for us. I mean, we've got the guards that we think are our guards of the future in terms of DJ, Devin, and Keldon. And you can throw Lonnie in there, too, with how he's been playing. Maybe we re-sign him. And then, of course, we've got Primo, who still, while he looks pretty young and raw, has shown some flashes of 
what he might be able to do consistently in the league. So I would look more in that, you know, small forward to center range in terms of where we're drafting players. It is, you know, if the Spurs want to address any needs that they may need, um, you know, via the draft, is is it more of a, of a, of a legit center? Look, no knock on Perto, he's good, but, you know, he's not maybe the answer the Spurs need in this era of basketball. Or is it still that forward? you know, the John Collins type, you know, or should they try to address it and find a Draymond Green-like player that can play both of four or five? I mean, how, how do you see this team needs right now? Well, uh, Jeremy Sohan is 6'9". He can play that kind of four, small five role. He's a, a, a forward that could do it all. Uh, so is Tari Easton. He's a little bit smaller, but really strong and really athletic. And but I do think that we we need a more athletic rim running, dunking, lob catching kind of big. Well Pirtle has been very good this year. He is really all finesse. Not a whole lot of banging with those other bigs. So I would like to see someone that could play more above the rim at that center position. So mm-hmm. I think Mark Williams would be pretty great for us. He's also like Pirtle, an elite rim protector, so I would I would be looking at something like that. Yeah, I, you know, you know, we we gotta go a little break in a bit, but something I want to ask Jack when we come back is, you know, more about Pirtle. Does Jack think that he is the answer for the Spurs at at the middle? Does Jack think that maybe he's probably the better uh, trade bait for the Spurs in the NBA draft? If the Spurs want to try to move up. Uh, but before we do that, hey, look, after months of playing, college basketball is going to determine its champion very, very soon in the upcoming week. Hey, but if you need more information, go to betonline.net. It's your number one source for all betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, player props, you name it. BetOnline has the best spot for all your sports developments. If you need the news right then and there, go to BetOnline. And even includes podcasts and reviews for all leagues this season. I go there. Why? Because when I miss my favorite casino games out in Las Vegas, they have it. Yes, Bet Online has, um, you know, all the favorite Vegas casino games that you miss, and uh, yeah, all the wagering information needs as well. It's your continuous source for all things sports. Head to the website right now. You got yourself a mobile device. Go to Bet Online. Learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online. It's my place to go to whenever I need to look at some information, uh, whether it be about the Spurs, the odds, and their games, or just see me some future player props. It's all right there. Bet Online, where the game starts. Jack, we saw right, you know, during the trade deadline that Pirtle was uh, reportedly dangled out there, and he himself admitted that he knew that he was dangled out, you know, as far as a trade bait. Um, yeah. Is, is, is moving up in the draft got to be on the table for the Spurs? Mind you, it might be very expensive, though, to move up in the top 10. Yeah, definitely. What, um, what do you lay on? Yeah, what do you lay on this? Do you think the Spurs should entertain that, or do you think they should, you know, stick with the core and try to develop that chemistry one more season next year? I think oh, ahead, we've we've seen. I think we've seen you know Jakob Pertl's peak, 
And while he's very serviceable, I don't think a big like him can be the big that, you know, sort of holds it down and takes you to the the championship in terms mm-hmm. of like the anchor of your team. So I think that he would be the most uh, likely to be traded if we're trying to move up in the draft. And I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of teams out there that could definitely use the services of a Yaka Pirtle. So I would not really – I would not be upset by any stretch if that was what happened to Jakob. Mm-hmm. But we would definitely have to, um, you know, go for that center position in some way in the uh, either the draft or free agency. The only thing is if we're moving up in the draft from our picks, there's not really going to be – a center that you want to take higher than the picks that we have right mm-hmm. now already. I mean, the only centers, the only bigs that are going in that top, you know, 10 are one, two, and three. So unless you get into that one, two, and three range, you're not going to really be picking a center there that's mm-hmm. in that four to 10 range. So we would have to address it in free agency somehow. And that seems a whole lot less likely unless we could snag a DeAndre Ayton or someone like that, that we get a big name, you know, free agent over to San Antonio that plays the center spot. How, how expensive would it be for the Spurs to move up in the draft in this draft uh, crop? Would it be very pricey? You know, if a team said, Oh, you want my, I'm making this up. Number four pick. Well, it's going to cost you Pirtle, your picks and Devin Vassell, you know, would it be very expensive? Uh, it could potentially be. I mean, it really just just depends on who you're dealing to. But yeah, I think it it would definitely be expensive. It just also depends on how high up you're trying to get. But I mean, there are teams in the top that you know have centers already, have guards. So it'll be kind of a a mix and match of the team you pick mm-hmm. and what their needs necessarily are. But I could definitely see it being a couple picks in a player or a couple players in our top pick for sure to, to move up high in the draft, especially he, because we're getting lower and lower by the day or higher, yeah. I guess, higher <clears throat> picks. Those, uh, that draft pick uh, from Boston is going to hurt, right? I mean, that's a low 20. Is there any, you think the Spurs can work their magic again and find another KJ, find another Murray in the late twenties? Yeah, I think there are definitely – this draft is deep enough in the first round where we could find guys that are good on the back end. Um, Patrick Baldwin is one. He was a consensus, you know, top five pick going into this year. But he got hurt, only played 11 games, played on a really bad team where he was the only player on offense that could do anything. So he was getting double teams every time he touched the ball. So he had a real rough season, but if you go back to his high school days, which was only a year ago, um, he was a phenomenal player. He's a 6'10 shot creator, shot maker that plays the small forward and the power forward, has elite handle for his size. He would be someone, uh, if we don't go a big early in the draft, there's the center out of Arizona, Christian Coloco, who's 7'1", can guard multiple, multiple positions with his athleticism. And he really reminds you of a young Clint Capella type of big that 
elite right. rim runner, runner, lob catcher, great defender, stuff like that. Um, there's a shooting guard out of Nebraska named Bryce McCowens, who was one of the highest scorers in the Big Ten. He averaged 18 to 20 points a game. He's six seven, fluid athlete, got a great great form on his shot, and I think has the you know the talent and skill level to be an elite shot creator, shot maker in this league. So I think he would be someone that is uh, going to be available on the back end of the draft and could be really good. And uh, there's some even some players that are even less that could fall into the second round in the beginning that could be right. very serviceable players. So as long as yeah. we're doing our due diligence, which I assume that we are, there are definitely diamonds in the rough to be found back there. Well, look, the Spurs found Lonnie Walker, you know, uh, Murray, as mentioned, Kelton Johnson. And I mean, how lucky were they yep. to find KJ at 29, man? With Samanich being a bust. <laughs> I mean, how lucky was yeah, you know, that? not even the worst league. draft of all time. <clears throat> yeah. Samanich is not even I the league anymore. when he went to New York. Yeah, oh, you I'm, called it? I'm not surprised one bit. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to work out there. G you know League Hall of Famer. to be in New York, Nick? Oh yeah, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you gotta really bring the goods to perform for the Knicks. But yeah, you know, Spurs got lucky with KJ. Can they do it again in the late round? Because it looks like the Spurs are gonna be uh, drafting. Thank you, Boston, by the way, for racking up wins. Appreciate that. Did you think they won the deal? Did they yeah. win the deal? They won the deal, right? The trade. Yeah, probably, but I do really like Josh Richardson. Oh yeah, he's 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 definitely becoming so, a gem for the I mean, Spurs. Yeah, yeah. I think I think honestly the deal's about tied right now. It just depends on who he drafts because Richardson is having much more of an impact on the squad than Derek White was because he's you know taking that off the bench role and accepting mm-hmm. it like Derek White seemed to never want to do. So if we can get a good pick out of it, then I think we win. But as of right now, I think it leans more towards Boston because they really have yeah. exploded post that Derek White Jeez. edition. Did they? But yeah, Jay Rich is turning out pretty well for the Spurs. We're talking with Jack Thompson right here on Lockdown Spurs. He's with San Antonio Sports Star and co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, uh, where they talk about everything and Anything under the sun, sports, pop culture, latest news, trends, basketball culture, it's all there. Check it out. We'll be talking about that in just a bit. Hey, but I don't know about you, but if you've given up on your New Year's resolution, you know, the one where you try to stay in shape, well, don't worry. Built Bar is here to get you back on track. Um, It is a solution. It is, well, helpful. It is so good for you to get back into your healthy goals. And let me tell you right now. It doesn't taste like a health bar. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's so good for you because it's not packed with the calories and sugar. And I'll tell you about it right now. You get flavors like banana cream pie, coconut marshmallow. Yes, they even have a puff, a puff flavored built bar made with 100% real chocolate. Yes, 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are far superior. A typical candy bar can be anywhere between two to 300 calories. Look, go to built.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and I guarantee you, you'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, you know, high fiber, low carb. 
Now, just an example, most bars contain about 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar. You don't want all that bad stuff in you. Get yourself a built bar bar right now. One of my favorites is, um, has been a cricket flavor. Yes, Jack, they had a cricket flavor, and I loved it. It tastes pretty good. Cricket? Yeah, they had a cricket flavor. It's good. <laughs> I loved it. But hey, don't That's worry wild. about it. If you don't want a cricket flavored Bill Bar, they got you covered. They got mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Go right now and just Google search Bilt Bar and get yourself a box right now. Amazing flavors, all delicious. Um, yeah, and good for you as well. At Bill Bar, they're all about taste. They make it that taste is first and it's delicious and it's everything you want in a healthy bar. Go to built.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15. Get yourself 50% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 50% off at built.com. Let's continue our chat here with Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star. All in all, Jack, you think the Spurs will be okay when all the dust, dust settles in this upcoming draft? Uh, yeah, I think we'll be all right. We just got to either package picks and move up or, you know, we got to rely on finding those those diamonds in the rough. They're out there and, you know, can be found for sure. But I think when it's all said and done, we'll be we'll be fine. I mean, we've got we'll still have our team that we have now with just additions of some young guys. So either way, we'll be next year we will be highly competitive. And depending on if we can bring in some free agents, too, that'll be the kicker or not. But. I, it's not like we're going to get any worse. So when it's all said and done, things will be fine. But it just depends on who we draft and when we draft them. That's it. We'll see exactly what the Spurs will be doing. One thing the Spurs will be doing is uh, trying to wrap up their season on a, a good note. As of this recording, they're just percentage points outside of the play-in. Jack's probably jumping up and down right now. Um but in again, with the Lakers spiraling, it looks like the Spurs will probably vault in there as well. Uh, so let's go and look at tonight's game, Spurs Blazers. Uh, Jack, on paper, the Spurs should beat them, right? You know, they did throttle yeah. them in Portland uh, a few days ago. But this is the first game of a back-to-back -back set with the Blazers. Um, your thoughts on tonight's game? What do you just want to see the Spurs team do tonight? I uh, just... Go out. I would love to see DeJounte keep his three-point shooting up that we saw in our last game. <laughs> Jack, is probably, Jack, is, Jack is probably going to say, yeah, see another L. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> an L wouldn't be the worst thing for sure, but I just look for progress every game, you know, more comfortability from Zach Collins and Jay Rich yeah. in their roles. Uh, I want to see Primo, you know, handle the ball a little bit more make some better decisions and just yeah. improve shooting from our two top guys. I mean, if we need Kelvin and DeJounte to keep up their three point shooting. So it's really all, all I'm looking for. Hey, uh, Jack, uh, Drew Eubank said uh, to, uh, that tonight's game may be different. Uh, <laughs> he said that. Well, no, he, he, uh, he the Pelicans by 20. So he, he openly said that after the uh, loss to the Spurs out in Portland. I he said, oh, that. no, the next, yeah, he goes, the next time we play the Spurs, this, the outcome is going to be different. I'm like, all right, Drew. You know, but good on him. 
Good on him. He's playing well with Porter. He is. He is playing well. But for some reason, they still haven't given him a contract. They've just signed him <laughs> to like four 10 days. <laughs> Did you like Eubanks when he was a spur? Were you okay with him or nah? Uh, I mean, I didn't dislike I mean, he him. Was he what he was what he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was just, you know, three inches too short. Exactly. That's it. That's all he was. But no, Spurs, the Blazers tonight out at the ATT. Spurs should get the W tonight. Uh, the this, this Spurs team is probably going to want to come out and redeem the, the heartbreaking loss to the Grizzlies. A layup, Jack. Kelden missed the layup. Yeah. A layup. I know. I saw it. Beautifully set up play by Pop and smoked the layup. And well, Jack was half sad, half cheering, like, yay, another L. <laughs> Get them ping pong balls up. Get them up there. He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star. Jack, tell us about the Saturday morning hangover. Yeah, every Saturday, me and my man James Pletcher, I know y'all have heard him on this show too. We're just breaking down from 9 to nine to 11, breaking down all the the major sports stories of the week. We'll run some March Madness, some NBA, some Spurs talk, get into NFL free agency and all that's been going on there. Talk some Cowboys, some Texans, and, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of college football recruiting now that things are kind of heating back up again. But we really just hit all the major storylines from all the major sports. So, if that's something that you're into, definitely come and check us out on San Antonio Sports Star Saturday from 9 to 11. We'll, we'll right, be there. 1250, yep, 12.50 a.m., 103.3 FM, and follow Jack on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson 33. Hey, where'd you get that banner from? That banner photo of like a little kid, and he's saying, it's only crazy until you do it. That looks so familiar. No, it's, it's uh, Devin Booker posted that. Oh, okay. And I don't know I, why I stole it. He stole it. Oh, we won't look. We won't let Book know. All right, Booker. <laughs> He's just borrowing it. Hey, any any latest news on the sneaker front? Anything that Spurs fans or just sneaker fans should be waiting for? Uh, I mean, there's a, a ton, a ton of shoes. I mean, summer's about to hit, so this is kind of like the prime time for sneakers when they when they come out. The weather's nice. You want to wear your shoes outside finally, so. Yeah, I mean, the, the the Nike Dunk lows have been exploding as of late. There's a ton of colorways coming out on that. As far as basketball shoes go, I know I've seen KD has been rocking his newest shoes. Um, Zach Levine was just signed to New Balance, yeah. so I would expect him to get some sort of shoe from them here pretty shortly. Uh, Luca, is, his first signature shoe is about to come out with Jordan. Oh. Wow. So yeah, there's yeah. a there's a ton coming out on the sneaker front. Hey, hey, what what you know for those of y'all who do not do not live in San Antonio uh today or well, yeah, or yesterday, uh started the uh, Fiesta Week twenty twenty two. Basically just think Mardi Gras for a whole week if for those of y'all who've yeah. never been to San Antonio. Um what does Jack Thompson wear sneaker wise when he's out in Fiesta events? Uh probably just my my Air Force Ones. I have a couple shoes that I wear like during uh you know big gatherings that yeah. I don't really care if they get messed up. I can eat Oh Niosa, forget them. about it. Your your shoes are getting yeah. smoked. Yeah. 
So probably just my my white Air Force ones that I just wear around as beaters. I don't, I'm not going to bring anything special out to to Fiesta because inevitably someone yep. will step on them, spill beer on them. I'll step in a puddle or some food or something like that. So something else gross when yeah, you just, when all the porter potties are all full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you go to the the uh, parades like the night or the day? Parades? Uh, I usually try to go to at least one parade. Get yeah. festive out there. You can probably get away with wearing some nice kicks for that because nobody's really moving around. Yeah, that much. that one's an easier one too, for sure. For all your sneaker uh info, again, make sure to follow Jack on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson33. He is a sneaker head. Trust me, he is. Um, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs where we get your favorite podcast. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Spurs Blazers tonight. Check out Locked On Blazers. See what's going on in their neck of the woods ahead of tonight's game. Maybe Drew Drew Banks still talking smack. We'll go find out by checking out Locked On Blazers. For Jack Thompson, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.